Welcome back, y'all, to episode 139 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short-form podcast by informing as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Merry Christmas to all the listeners. Um... Yeah, it's Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. We're still working here, trying to do our best job to provide you with the best podcast possible. <laughs> um, and it's always kind of funny, you know. I think whenever you, you know, yesterday I talked more about the history of Christmas and how it took a multitude of different things to come together in order to create this holiday and how sometimes what's interesting is we live our lives based on what has been built before us. So the ones who've come before us built us, and we built off of that. And it's really interesting how a holiday like Christmas can come together with all these different aspects and what it means for each individual person. And I think it's just, it's a great holiday. It's interesting. And, and to think people have been celebrating during this time for thousands of years is really, really unique. Um, and it goes back, but it always makes me wonder, you know, as homo sapiens, humans, we kind of collectively have always had the ability to come together. Um, it's been a cultural thing, you know, I don't know how long, you know, going back to the Sumerians and everything that they created based on that between the Tigers and Euphrates, creating like cultures, traditions, and holidays. And having those things implemented through time is always really, really interesting because that's kind of how you build traditions about one moment in time. Now, one thing is I've always wondered is about Neanderthals. Now, I always joked about being like a quarter Neanderthal or that I probably would have been done really well living in a cave and hunting and like naturally that would have been the path for me. But, you know, I was born during this time and age of technology, unfortunately, just kidding. But you know, whenever you look at it and you think about the aspects of 23andMe identifying your DNA profile and kind of mapping it out and indicating what you come from, it's like the same concept of Christmas. You have a multitude of things coming together in order to create you. And that's what makes some that's what makes people really unique is is the fact that there's been this long line of time linear that is creating each individual based on their DNA sequence, who they are, their profile, what they look like, etc. But when we think about Neanderthals, you know, we really have to understand why it's an interesting phenomenon. Because, you know, nothing was really known about them in the answer Neanderthals or Neanderthals until about 1856 was when the first um, German site was discovered, and it looked like there was humans that were living around 500,000 years ago, okay? And you have a whole group of these people, like I was saying. So we look at the impact of Neanderthals over time, and, you know, the thing is, is it's, like, really interesting how there's, like, these ancient kind of DNA sequences. sequences. It's really apparent within um, 23andMe is really where you start to get uh, kind of these aspects that, you know, originally the thought was that Neanderthals just went extinct, extinct because Homo sapiens were able to beat them out based upon uh, the size of the brain 
the ability to come together as a community, a hunt, and build societies. But whenever you're looking at um, a lot of different kinds of Neanderthals, what they find, and they look into the DNA sequence, is the fact that Homo sapiens and Neanderthals were actually mating and creating people. Um, and this, you know, kind of began probably, you know, within that same time period, but Neanderthals were a group of people that lived kind of within northern Africa up into Italy, and they found different types of relationships. So it's like, you know, what what a lot of scientists ask whenever they judge what a Neanderthal is, it's, you know, what was the relationship between Neanderthals and Ottoman and humans, modern humans? Did Neanderthals and modern humans inbreed? If so, to what degree? So that is for sure. I mean, that's why whenever you do 23andMe, an example is my grandmother. She had like she was in like the ninety she had ninety eight percentile match of having Neanderthal DNA. And what's really interesting is like what we're gonna really come into at some point is whenever you have a DNA sequence with health or any issues like that, they can trace it back. And a big thing that happens with people that do have a lot of Neanderthal blood in their system is they get Crohn's disease. And Crohn's disease is a representation of your stomach not being able to to digest what you're eating. So, you know, those are kind of the specific questions that you ask whenever you're kind of implementing and understanding the DNA profile of a Neanderthal. And, you know, and you can also look at the blood type. So whenever we kind of look at the fact of we have these DNAs that are kind of tied in and you look at kind of some factual information and it is our genetic is made up of sequences that are based and paired within DNA originated into Enrons and, and extrons. Okay, the DNA code and the symptoms of the protein control most all aspects of the biology. And DNA is to be found to have 23 chromosome pairs in the nucleus and in the metrocontrist. Both nucleus and metrocontrist DNA specifically use genetic analysis. So, what that means is there's different DNA sequence and there's based on simple principles of having the, the in and out essentially is what it is. And that's where you kind of see these inbreeding with humans and Neanderthals, okay? And that's why, too, it's like whenever we look at things within the cold, you know, the cold is always going to preserve things the best way. And some of the oldest DNA recovered was about a million years ago. And the oldest homonym DNA is only 400,000 years ago. So we look at these different these different sequences and it kind of lands us to kind of where we are when really we only have the first publication about Neanderthal DNA around 1997. So it isn't like this really well-developed concept, and we've only had the science relatively in a short period of time to recognize what it is. So uh, I just, those are random things I think about, and I really like, did Neanderthals have any Christmas holidays? I don't really know what they believed, but kind of having a short show today, just kind of want to inform you about that. I do identify as Neanderthal, if anyone asks me, that is my, um, that, you know, and I do, if you guys are my Neanderthal brothers and sisters out there, I just want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for listening and you guys have a good one.